Hi, I'm Josh. Hi, I'm Mikey. This is a podcast about racing. Sometimes we talk about racing. And sometimes we don't. This is the crossover. We did a bunch of talking about racing before you got here. I Really? Yeah. Welcome to the crossover. Today's show brought to you by Jim's Outlaws. Northwest Figure 8, only a few days away. Uh, Polk Brothers Racing and Loyalty Racing and a Rule 1 shot brought to you by Moondrops Distillery. Uh, Michael, what are you drinking tonight? Do you want another one? Oh, shit. I thought What'd you <laughs> What'd you have? Uh, the orange dreamsicle. Oh. And it's just me and Pete Bear, who, by the way, is in the studio, friends. And also, uh, Joe, now, I want to make sure I said Joey LaVolvo. Yes. Uh, I said that right. Can I yes, sir. Joey Love? Absolutely. That's Beautiful. what everybody knows. We have to track as what's nice. on the car. Cheers. So this is the yes, Bonfire Blends Moonshine, their newest flavor, orange dreamsicle. I was going to bust out the fancy bourbon because Moonshine Mark hooked me up. He gave me a limited edition. Ooh. But, uh. I've made the decision that my wife gets that and not the guests. Beautiful. Smart move. Happy wife, happy life. That's right. That's right. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's right. So we have you guys in here because wait, is everybody plugged in? We're all plugged in. Okay, good. Uh, we, we have you uh, guys in here because um, I was, I don't want to toot my own horn. But you first of all, you guys have put our logo on your car. Yes. Free of charge. Yeah, Joe, I didn't know you did that. That's absolutely, awesome. Thank absolutely. you. And it was, that means so much to us. Yep. And, like, Michael, the first time he saw it on The Outlaw, he about pooped his pants. I did. I was like, um, did, uh, were you aware of this? And he said, yeah, I was. He said yeah. he did it all on his own. I'm like, holy shit. And we were, at that point, we were about eight weeks in. <laughs> like, yeah, we, we, were, uh, we had talked about it the last well, yeah, time we talked. We had, so. yeah. Yeah, so. And, I mean, there's a good chance you told me to. <laughs> I did. I did, but it's fine. It's fine. And then Joe, Joey was like, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll put it on the car. Can I put it on this side? So let's talk about divisions real quick. Yes. Because, Pete, I know you run. The the outlaws, correct. Joey, what do you run? I run stock. I run the street stocks, and I'll have a Ford out here in a couple weeks. Ooh, Ooh. is that the one I've seen photos of? Yes, that's a good looking car. There's two of them in my garage right now. We don't have to talk about it, but yeah. now now my interest has peaked. I'm really excited to see what you bring to the table. Are you? Do you want to talk about what the second one is for? We don't have to. Oh um, well, you know, I know the story because. This is weird. I now know something you don't know. It's fine. No, my, my better half wants to, you know, race powder puff. Um, I don't want really, you know, want her on the track with all the boys in the Ford division at the Speedrome. Sure. Um, so we're going to go down to uh, um, the Sports Dromes a couple times and let her run powder puff down there. I think nice. they'll take care of her. I, yeah. It's, um, it's a little less cutthroat down there. I, what I want to say this is going to piss some people off. Frank, I love you. I, I, I'm not talking specifically about you. The sports room Ford guys are a little bit more professional. And I think you would find that also at Anderson. Anderson they also race a little rough, too. Well, there, we, I said it. We made some good friends with, uh, you know, Mike Kessler down there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, he's the one who put us on to, you know, getting the, getting the Ford. He does he does some rear-end work for us on the <coughs> on the uh, street stock and whatnot. So, um, she wants to go down there and try her hand in that. So. I would say the speed drone was more fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, also, and we haven't gone yet. Maybe we should. I guess Anderson has a thriving Ford community now. Yeah, They're like like a really good car count. I think I think those divisions are just going to blow up everywhere. That's kind of why we got them because the street stock is more purpose built for the speed drone. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to do a little bit more travel, and you can take those Fords in pretty much every single track in the Midwest has the same exact set of rules. Yeah, for as long as it. My only concern is that you know they haven't made that car in over ten years now. I mean, they don't get me wrong. There's millions and millions and millions, but they're, the prices are already starting to go up. And then you'll there's actually tracks that are stockpiling. Like when you go to the sports drone, they got a boneyard of them. 
for guys to come get parts. You just got to have the right connections, and thankfully <laughs> I have them. That's uh, fair enough. <laughs> that, that does help for sure. Uh, it does look like a fun you class. Know, you know, the, those those cars can take a beating, and you know that's why they that's why they were in service for so yeah. long. Yeah. Um, you you don't see a lot of blown up motors on that. Yeah. You know, I got a. I got it's a, never the motor in the trans. Yeah. I got I got you know I got a street stock motor sitting in my garage right now that uh, it's probably more more expensive than the both Crown Vicks I have in, <laughs> invested in. It's blown, yeah, and it's blown up. Oh no, what do you got to do to it? Both. Send send it to a boat anchor. Oh geez, that's really. Sucks. But thank thankfully you know is it I, there's like a, a crack block or yeah okay. But thankfully you know thankfully you know it's racing's a community. Mm-hmm. You know we got hooked up with a new motor that in my opinion has a lot more power than what I had. Okay. Um, so it's, it's just, and plus anyway. salvage everything you can off. of Absolutely. Too, you know, the only thing is, you know, core block is gone, you know, yep. um, you still get, you know, the water pump's still salvageable, mm-hmm. you know, alternator, everything else, yep. you know, valve covers, yep. usually it pistons, usually yep. heads, heads are fine. Yeah. It hurt I mean, my head as long as it, my motor. Yeah. So. Valves, yeah. valves can always be reground. Absolutely. You know, and like I said, it's a community. There's a machine shop out there that'll, there you go. that'll get it done. There you go. Um, you said a couple weeks. Did I, did you guys happen to see? I don't know if you guys you guys know West Eggman. Yes. Did you see his Ford get dumped out at Circle City? I did. That looked. Uh, do either before we get in too deep here? Are you friends with the driver that did it? Either no, of you? I have no West, idea who did West, it. West, well, what? And he, he's not a regular at the speed drum, so West didn't yeah. even know. Him. But I'm a, I'm a ride or die West fan. Anything West needs, I got it. That's right. Mm-hmm. So this is a picture of him right there. Yeah, that's my dad too. My dad talks to West all. Oh, the is time. that right? Yeah. Um, and. It looked to me, and w- what pisses me off, and and Wes will tell you this, and Wes has done everything he can to try to get a hold of the driver who just will not talk to him. Um, he was about to take the white for a win, and he, I mean, trying to overtake a lap car and just drove right through him. Like, what the fuck? Because it wasn't Wes in the car; it was no, Wes's buddy. Yeah, yeah. And, and for you know, for you know, Wes is a very you know professional individual. And he for is. Him, for him to come out on on Facebook and say something about it, you know, yeah. you know he felt. He oh, felt it got like under his wrong. skin. Yeah, yeah. We're lucky enough to have a daily conversation with Wes because we're in a group chat with mm-hmm. him and a couple of friends, and um, we were both kind of surprised. Like, wow, Wes usually doesn't hold on to shit this long. And then I thought it was kind of let go, and then it popped up on Facebook. Like, oh, he's really mad. Yeah, he's it. not well, happy. He just finished putting that car together. A, a be- beautiful, beautiful, beautiful job. Beautiful job. Um. And then he let uh, he let uh, size he let size matters run it in a figure eight. Chad yep. Sizemore, Chad Sizemore took took care of the car. If you can listen, and I've said this before, this will tell you what kind of 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 driver Wes is. He's driven three straight grocery getters with the same car, absolutely, and he's been first, second, and third in each one of them. So that's a clean driver. Yeah, that's hard and to it do. just it really sucks to watch someone treat his car that way. That's hard. That's hard to do in a in a regular race. That's right. That's that's what I'm a race drive, where they want yeah. to see destruction. Yeah, yeah. yeah seventy one cars yeah. just trying to do a demo derby. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, to survive that three times in a row with the same car, that's pretty incredible. Yeah, I, I watched I watched the video he posted, and I was just, I mean, it sucks. To, you know, it sucks that it happened. It couldn't. And I mean, he's pretty. Anything. He's so upset about it. He's letting it. He's letting the Ford sit for a little while. May, and maybe I shouldn't mention that. I don't know that he wants it out there. Well, whatever. Um, well, he knows we do a show. Yeah, he knows we do a show. Well, if he needs anything, I got a boneyard of Ford parts. Tell him to come over and grab him. Absolutely. I will let him know. Like after this, I'll be like, "Hey, Wes, what are you so doing?" So we got two two guys here that actually listen to the show. Yeah, they do. Cool, and they love what we do. Listen, I don't want to stroke our egos tonight's not about them. Well. 
it was weird talking, and we can say this because we know he's not listened, the guy that we talked to from, not Salem, from Winchester. And it was a really awkward interview because he had no idea who the who we were. Right. And uh, anyway. He was a nice man. He was a very nice man. And he taught us, told us kind of what we were doing, about what well, what they were doing. And then, win, in, win, in Winchester. Yep. Yep. And they did a Racing 101, which kind of explains how auto racing works, works which I think... They should do that at the speedrome. Except the problem is the speedrome uses something called speedrome yellow. Yeah. Which no other race track yeah. I've ever been to. You know, the two biggest things I think the Painesville does when they do the outlaw stuff, yeah. but that's well, it. Yeah, they run off of our rules. So. Um, Thank God. Speedrome yeah. yellow and no race race receiver are I think are the two the, I ever there isn't a single driver we've talked to that hasn't said that has actively campaigned against race receiver. I think it would be so much smarter because I don't know about you, Pete, but that car gets so hot waiting for them to decide who's lining up. Yeah. Where you got you got a guy running there, which you know they've been doing it for years. So I mean, it is yeah. you know it is what it is. But I think a race receiver. They don't get me wrong; they're good at lining it up manually, but it's still lining it up manually. Yeah, they have it down, <coughs> but it, it does take time. Um, I, I think it's nice to have the race receiver. Seen it at Jeffersonville with the Fords. And, you know, seeing how many Fords were out there and how quick they got lined up, I kind of like that choose cone, too. I think that was pretty cool. Yeah. And, I mean, we're um, getting a lot of car counts car counts out there for I, across all divisions. I mean, know? I'd say if you think it's 100 bucks, I mean, if that's how much those things cost, I have no idea. Well, well here's but, the thing. If if you require it, there's going to be a hand – like 20% of your drivers are going to bitch about it, but they're all just going to buy it. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, nobody likes change. I think your, that's comes, we complain but. about ten dollars a gallon for race fuel, but that's we still right. go out there and that's buy right. sixteen right. gallons of it. Your oh. investment for the race receiver is like a, it is a hundred dollars. It's it's literally like a small pedometer, and you you plug in your earbuds or whatever right. kind of setup you have, and you run it right through up up into and your. We ears. don't know this for a fact, but we've been told by several people from the inside. There's one guy that is resistant to it. And that's the only reason they don't have it. Uh, we, we, what at the we, speed room? Yes, we've been told the owner doesn't care. So is that one guy like stopping it from all divisions or one division or from the, the track? From they, just the track yep, in general? Yep, yep. Not a fan of them. We, and we'll tell you who. who I shouldn't. Is. I shouldn't be drinking uh, the um, the Baja Blast after the Major Melon. It's oh, like almost like a downgrade. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> Um, well, you, you know how the, the summer freeze one. Yes, it's, it's pretty good. It's, it's not um, had the zero sugar one out for like that's, two, that's, two, three days. And then I'm like, yeah, people just bought it right up. Yeah, we only we only drink the zero sugar because we got a bit of a weight problem. Just a little bit. When I went to Kroger to buy the Baja Blast, I uh, actually had to beat up a 12 year old just to get one one 12 pack. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, Listen, man, you know, well, I mean, he squares up. What do you do? I mean, he didn't, need, he didn't need the caffeine anyway. I'm pretty sure that 12-year-old was Mama on steroids no anyway. Bitch. He Mama was six didn't... foot two and had a mustache. Yeah, it's possible he's just identifying as a 12-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> he was definitely 18. It is 2023. That's right. That's right. So, um, anything, anyone is anything now. <laughs> but, yeah, no, downgrade. Downgrade from, like, I, so it's I'm, good so by I, itself. I know you're a Baja Blast fan. Mm. It's, I, well. I used to not be. Well, the thing is, you like it from Taco Bell. Yes. And it's just, it's like buying frozen sliders instead of going to White Castle. Well, either way, it's going to clean me right out. Yes. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, not to get not to get gross. So, when we fly to Evergreen next week, yeah. um, I'm I'm sorry, guys. We'll get back to you. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking so about eating, like, the worst shit possible because I want to <laughs> blow up the first class bathroom. 
I want to blow it up. They're gonna. He wants I to wanna destroy make, this bathroom. I want to make everybody mad that they're flying to Seattle. I will. I will create a scene and put us on the ground. Yeah. If you do because that, because I'm shit. not happy about the fact that they put you on the island, me on the window. You want to switch out? Um, no, I don't want to fix it. I want to be mad about it. Okay. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I just want you to know that I'm going to eat some bad stuff too, and so we're going to be farting it up together. We're, I cannot wait. It's a family recipe. We are seat. We are row A, seats one and two. I can't wait for the captain to see us come walking down. The and be like, aisle. oh my god! And then the All whole right, plane we, go. We're gonna have, that's right. We're gonna have to rebalance this fucking. We're yeah. dude. We're flying full flats the whole time. We gotta be nose up. Keep it. Keep it under five thousand. Keep these it under mother, five thousand. These motherfuckers. <laughs> so you're gonna be seeing treetops the whole time. So, <laughs> so, oh my god. Oh my god. I've never flown in my life. Well, let me let me tell you. Um, well, I usually let the plane do the flying. Yeah, I'm not very good at Fair. flying myself. Um, are you afraid of heights? Absolutely terrified. Okay, so here's what you do. When you get in the airplane, you sit down, you buckle in, and uh, then you remind yourself that if anything happens on that airplane, guess what? You're gone. Dude, how is that supposed to help? Listen, <laughs> the, the thing is, the heart, so... Fly, so, so flying is I so explain, safe now. When, when I it, that that what you're about to say, when I explain it to my fifth graders, I say, I if you uh, rode in a car today, raise your hand. Yeah, and like half the class raises their hand. Okay, you all had a greater chance of dying this morning than you will getting oh, on the yeah. plane. Yeah, the difference is most people survive a car crash. No one survives a plane crash. That's the only difference. That's what everyone is is afraid of. But there are so many more car accidents. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Fair and enough. there are there are other things Having you have to think that, about. I'm not shit. I have weird phobias too. I'm the same way. But there's other things you have to think about. Like for example, let's say your engines go. You are you can you can float. Glide. You can glide. Yeah. Yeah. You can glide all the way to where you need to go. No. Well, for the no. most part. No. <laughs> Not even for the most part. Well, you don't know. You like if you need to go to another airport, you can glide. Hopefully, in. there's one close. I would hope so. But you can absolutely glide, and it's usually like a field or a highway. Yeah. There's a reason. If it's a highway, it's super fun because they well, get to shut it down. There's a there's a reason why there's a certain percentage of highway um, pavement that is perfectly straight, and yep. it's for emergency uh, uh, landings. There you go. Most don't worry people. about it. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You learn something new. But he's not day. going. It doesn't matter. Right. I have no problem flying. November. What do you? Oh, really? Yeah, we're going, we're going on a cruise. Where? Uh, so I don't know if you know this, but cruises happen on boats. Yeah, so we're, 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 we got. <laughs> I'm fucking with that. Uh, but we have to fly down to Texas because okay. uh, okay. we're going. We're doing a southern cruise uh, to Mexico yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, is it yeah. like Galveston or something? Yeah. Like that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. That's yeah, wow. That's a nice port. Uh, yeah, and ex- is it? excellent Mexican food down there. Yeah. Have you have you ported out of Galveston? I haven't, but my wife was from. Uh, her family lived in Texas, so we've been down there a couple of times. <gasps> So, are you freaked out a little uh, bit? You know, you, you know, you hit two things. You hit the plane, and then you you get the boat. So, do you? Oh, two you for two. Yeah, you got it. And it's not the boat I'm worried about. I, I was I was born on an island. I love boats and whatnot. Um, it's we're gonna you know, put a pin in that. Yep. Yeah, we're, we're gonna talk about that. That's gonna come up in a minute. Um, it's the you know it's the Titanic. You know, I mean, come on now, that's something going down. Look, I love you, man, but there's no the the likelihood of you hitting an iceberg in the Gulf of Mexico this is, is this so is, slim. And by the way, technology is far more advanced. Let me let me tell you. Let me tell you, let me tell you what, what the fucking Titanic just claimed four more victims. Yeah. And by the way, we lost no one of importance. So so Any, anyone dumb enough to go down there again? The likelihood 
Uh, so it's more likely that a Chinese submarine will come up out of the Gulf of Mexico and shoot the boat than you hitting an iceberg. Oh, absolutely. Um, and, you know, and there's plenty of life, and there's nice-looking lifeboats on this So, thing. and the thing is, there are other, like, Don't actual... Don't trust those. There are actual real things to be scared of. Sharks? On ships. No. Oh. No, um, but I won't tell you those if you don't want me to. No, no, no. Let's let's not. We, we're good. Yeah. We're good. Okay. So when they leave, can you tell me? I'm just. I'm. I, yeah, I'm I've always wondered. <laughs> I want to know I, too. I think. I think um, but I'm not going on a cruise, so. Yeah, word. Uh, yeah, I'm not going. to... I won't because I don't want to freak him out. You know what? Not, you know, just say. You know, listen. So the biggest, <laughs> the biggest <laughs> thing, He's the biggest thing, tough. the biggest thing is food poisoning, and it happens a lot on cruise ships. Mm-hmm. Number now, is it two, from the food on the cruise ship? Yes, or it f- is almost always on the food for the food on the okay. cruise ship. If it from, smells like fish, don't touch because, it. Because because those discount tickets, guess what? You're getting discount employees too. I'm just saying. However, the biggest fear is some sort of um, viral uh, or bacterial outbreak, and, yes. and this happened during COVID. You get quarantined on that ship, and you don't get off of it until everyone tests clean. Damn. And you're breathing the same air with these motherfuckers. All the, you couldn't pay me to get on a cruise ship. I won't do it. I won't do it. I'll fly. You and you know this. I I had a job where I flew every two weeks. It doesn't bother me one bit. I don't want to be trapped for days in a vessel. Weeks. Weeks. Yeah. It's <laughs> on the water at that. Yeah. Like, like not are, knowing now, if are you today gonna, is the day. Are you going to die? No. As long as you stay on the ship, you're not going to die. Don't jump over when it's moving. Die. Stay out of shark-infested waters. Did you see there was some fucking teenage moron on TikTok yeah. whose friends dared him to jump off a cruise ship? I did not, but that oh, doesn't geez. surprise me. Haven't seen him since. Haven't seen, and that's why I, I made bet that. he tried to freaking. And that's why. Too. That's why I said that. Um, that's why I said that joke last week. I was like, I wonder if sharks look at a cruise ship like we see the ice cream truck going down the road. Like if I could just get inside that, I'm oh, gonna yeah. eat, I'm gonna eat for weeks. <laughs> right. If this sucker goes down, I'm right. I'm good. Okay, so you said you were born on an island. Yes. Let's unpack that. What island were you born so on? So I was actually born in Long Island, New York. Oh. Okay. That counts. It's an it island. It's an island. So I, I was we moved here when I was three. Okay. I was born in ninety or I, I take that back when I was I was six. We we moved here in uh ninety nine. I was born in ninety three. Okay. So I was a junior in high school. I thought you were older than that, to be fair. Hey, it, it it's is, cool, man. It's, it's, it's cool. Because I got no hair and you know, I get I get I think what it is that you have a big boy job. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Is that um, you have he does. I know. He, I'm not, you know. Oh, okay. I you know. I was just I'm yeah. looking at so the person. I consider myself talking, a Hoosier dude. more than I consider myself a, a Yankee. I mean, I I haven't been there probably Four or five years, and it's yeah. not appealing. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, my New York stories. I'm from, uh, I not from. I lived in upstate New York, mm-hmm. so I was nowhere near. I and was three hours outside of Manhattan. There's a racetrack in in Long Island, River isn't Ed. there? My cousin races there. Really? And How then, is it? I, I it, just like the speed drone. Whoa! And First of all, say, stop. I, I'm talking about layout. You know, oh, oh, you okay, know, okay. Whatnot. It's a flat track. Uh, is it is it an oval or an oval and an eight? It's an it's an old one and eight. No way. Yeah. Um, so I grew up and my uncle did Enduros, um, big your old big body cars. They'd put a hundred and ten cars on the track, bumper to bumper, <laughs> throw a green flag, kind of like the grocery getter. Yeah. And just let them have at it till the last car was running. Oh, that's awesome. And there used to be a big old uh, a statue out there that we us kids used to run under the bleachers. Was it the Statue of Liberty? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I want to say it was an Indian. Yeah, you can't see the Statue of Liberty from a long, from a long island. <laughs> but you know, it, it's that, off the, that's it's where off I got the that south point of Manhattan. Gotcha. Okay, 
So um, I know that they had talked. I had heard other drivers talk about going back to do a figure eight race out there. So I didn't know if it was any good or not. Um, I'm from what I've seen recently. Mm. It's not nothing like what we have here. Got. Um, I wonder what their concession setup is like. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know my I know my cousin does what they call a gut and go, which is kind of like our factory front wheel drive. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Knock the windows out. Yeah. With it. Yep. They used to call that race what you brung. Yep. So Pete, uh, one thing that uh, Joe informed me of is that you two have known each other for a long time, and that kind of blew my mind. Yeah, he uh, going back to when he moved here. Well, I guess he they moved to Carmel first, but when they moved to Plainfield, they lived right across the street from my sister, my oldest sister. Um, so we've known him for twenty plus years now, I guess. Holy cow! I would say there's a, a while that you know we probably didn't talk to one another. Or, sure. Um, you know, life happening and everything growing up. Now, when you two found out you were going to be on the show, did you guys like talk to each other and say, Oh my God, this is so awesome? Or like, what? We talked, I, I think we talked in your dri- the drive. Yeah, coming up here. <laughs> You're like, Holy <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Talking before the show, we, we kind of caught funny. up with that. And, That's uh, funny. He's got two sisters as well. So, um, knowing them, just, you know, Facebook kind of brings everything together. And then mm-hmm. just the speed drum being that. I mean, it's a home track. It kind of brings things together, too. Tori so. said that the family tree at the speed drum wasn't a tree. It was a bush. Absolutely. It's it's wild. That's actually a pretty good way to put it. That's, ex- that's exactly what he said. All right. So I know you as an outlaw driver. Have you always raced outlaws? What else have you raced? Um, my brother and I, we had a Hornet one for, I, I think we tried to race it a couple what of What was it? Uh, Ford Escort, maybe. There's the problem. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> Bought it cheap. It was, was it a ZX, ZX2? You know, I have no idea. Okay. But it kind of introduced us to it. Two-door or four-door? I think it was two-door. It was ZX2. It was the it, faster it, one. It got okay. around. Yeah, you know, one of the one. races I remember was the I was in a B-Main, and they brought out the damn tire right in the middle of it, <laughs> and we ran a flagpole race, and they didn't Ooh. tell us. So we found out the speed when we drum? were on the track. Yeah. No way. Um, this was probably four years before I bought my outlaw car or so. Okay. I think I ran it a couple times, never finished one race. Um, you know, was yours was your outlaw new built or was it somebody else's car? Uh, when I first started, I bought an old car from Kevin Fryman. It was actually a CJ Rayburn car okay. that Jeff, big Jeff Shackelford ran, and he helped CJ convert it into the figure eight car that it was. So it was like a tube car from front to back, bar car in the back. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much a dirt car that they converted. It was actually supposed to be a two seater dirt car. Tube car. Um, so does that mean who who built it? It's all like round tube. CJ Rayburn. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. So it's all round tubing throughout the whole car. Wow. You know, some of these outlaw cars actually have square tubing for the frame. Okay. You know, like the main part of it. Um, but so that was where we got our start at, and I bought that from Fryman. Um, then we totaled that car, getting hit by <laughs> uh, Doug Riddle. <laughs> <laughs> he totaled two of our cars actually in one year. Doug. So we we had a little hard, you know, time with the riddles there for a while. But, you know, I've talked to Doug quite a bit. And actually me and him, we've had a couple really good conversations. Um, So, you know, that's just all racing. I I don't think that he did it intentionally. You know, at the time maybe I thought that. But um, I I don't think that. And I don't try to carry that stuff with me and, you know, blast it all over Facebook, this and that. But it got us into the car we're in now. We bought a car from Charlie Hargraves, and it it got us a lot of – newer equipment with that car than what we had from the Rayburn car. You know, stuff was salvageable, like we were talking with his motor and stuff. You, there's things that you can save, so it's not a complete loss. But So who built 
I'm going to ask this every time you mention a new car. Who built his car? Or your your car? The now? one you got from Charlie? Yeah. The car I'm in. Well, the car I got from Charlie, I don't even know who that chassis was. Okay. That was the second car that got totaled by oh. Doug Riddle. Oh, okay. He hit me into the crossover, <laughs> and we actually hit Steve Durham, too. Um, so I got sandwiched in the crossover, so it hit the front. Really? The front. Um, Clip and the rear clip. So I mean, clearly just, you walked. I mean, you you. No, I wasn't hurt at all. Okay, I, I walked away because you're here. So like, yeah, obviously yeah, everything's it, okay. <laughs> I didn't feel it. It it really didn't hurt me at all. So I, they're built good. Uh, For a well constructed car, it's actually kind of hard to get hurt in one of those cars. And how bad was the sandwich? Like, was it like was it bent and all that stuff? Or oh, was it, it was. Yeah, it really. Was bad. The, the pictures of it, it it looked like it went through a demo derby. Really. Wow. Um. So it just it just folded up both both okay. ways. And then that put us in the car we are in now. And that was 10 days before the three-hour, um, not last year, but the year before. Mm-hmm. Um, we built a car that was sitting in my brother's backyard. It was a bare chassis with brake lines ran on it. We built that thing in nine days in a one-car garage at my dad's house. Holy shit. It still needed half a front clip. Because nine we cut, days. We cut part of that front clip off to fix the front clip on the other car that actually Doug hurt us with that car. <laughs> so yeah. he, he wrecked that car twice, actually, but he totaled it the second time. Wow. Um, but then we built that car, and that's the car we're in now, and it's actually a Fenwick chassis, and it's I believe it's one that Chad Sizemore won the one hour in back, I don't know what year, but it's an older car. It was just a rust bucket sitting out there. But we've done modifications to the front end to you know, make the A-frames the same that these guys are running. My, my goal is, you know, in the budget that I have is upgrade where I can and modify things where I can and yep. get it to where when I go buy a new chassis, all I have to do is fork the money out for the chassis and not the ten grand to put the stuff on it. Wow. Yeah. So that's been my method of doing things. Um, and it works. Uh, there's still used parts on the car, and I think when I get a new chassis, I, you know, I'll, the parts that are still kind of used, I'll upgrade those at that point in time. But this year it's been everything that can fail has been – Failing, so something yeah. new every week, and well, I know that, um, and we don't have to go into any any deeper than you guys want to, but I know that both of you have kind of had some gremlins creep up in the cars that you drive, and that's going to happen, you know. But when when you have something like that happen, where you have spent all this money and making sure that the car runs and it doesn't, or something screws up, um, it seems like to me. I know me pretty well, and I would get discouraged. So my question to you guys is, um, what stops you from getting discouraged and wanting to quit? Because I know that every time something happens, you're like, screw it. I'm going to put it on Facebook and tell people I'm selling it. And then, you know, next week you're out there again. So There's like, a Hornet driver that's actually notorious yep. for doing that every week. And every week I'm like, just do it. Yeah. Just do it. Pull the trigger. Come on. He hasn't be an adult. Yeah, I don't think he's done it this year. Maybe though. you get something better with the next one. Yeah. You won't. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. <laughs> like, Joe, Joe, if you want to answer it first, brother, I'll let you, man. So, I'm, I'm notorious for that. I have the worst luck that's humanly possible. It's our logo um, that you put on your car. That's yeah. what's doing it. I don't think it's I'm that. I'm telling everyone. For the last four years. Um, I got to say that, you know, my other half is, you know, she's, she's good on not letting me get discouraged. Yeah. Every time I tell her, you know, I want to sell it, she goes, you're not selling it. I have too much invested in it, too. Um, this yes, car, ma'am. Right. This car that I pulled out, this car that I'm racing this year is is the last thing me and my dad tinkered on mm. before he passed. We were actually in the middle of it before he uh, passed away. Um, so I don't care if this car grows roots in my garage. It's not going anywhere. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Um, That's what's but up, I mean, It's very easy to just, you know, I don't feel like racing this week. I don't feel like racing this week. Yeah. Um, You know, I've had a lot of people at the speed drone come over to the house, 
you know, hey, let me help you with this. Let me help you with this. Let's do this. You know, I I mean, Brian Canner's one of the ones that, you know, he's always there. He's always anything I want to pick his brain about, he's there. His son, uh, Nate, is the same way. So, you know, it's just – it's just. I've heard people. a lot of good things about yeah. Nate Canner. And, I mean, the their, their um, big-body car IQ is ridiculous. Yeah. Because um, we run a Caprice chassis. We don't run a Monte Carlo like a lot of the guys do out there. I have a Monte Carlo sitting at home. Um, I just – feel too squished in it um is it let me ask a question is it a height or a width thing it's a width thing got it okay um i i mean i gained probably a four to six inches with the the caprice chassis so i just like it more um but you know their their iq i mean their records out there and road runners and whatnot speak for itself but you know he's always in my corner telling me hey you know you got too you came too far yeah You've done too much so i i think it, it's definitely the people you surround yourself with you know, you get a lot of drivers that, you know, we're ready to give it up, you know. If we all if we all gave it up when we said we were, there wouldn't be a speed drone. Damn. That's we've, a good point. We've That's all, a great quote right there. That one's going in the book. <laughs> we've, we've all said we're going to sell this thing. We're going to – I'm done with it. Come get it. Yeah. You know, first person to bring me this amount of money is yeah. yours. Yeah. I. That's how we vent. Yeah. What uh, What year Caprice is, is yours? So this one's a – mine is an 80. So it's a box body. Yeah, it's yeah. box body. Um, it's skinned as a Monty because you know mm-hmm. you can't beat a Monty look. Yeah, so yeah, it still looks cool. I keep confusing the blue car that finally got towed Mon- away. That's a Monte Carlo. That was a Monte Carlo. Okay, so there was, was this about an eighty-five, eighty-six. There was, was this beautiful blue, like it was like a almost an electric blue. Yeah, that's not factory. No, I know. Yeah, I, I figured not. I, <laughs> I figured not. Um, but electric blue Monte Carlo that was just chilling right outside. Parked. He had been they'd been there for a minute because it was tagged, and and they were just probably waiting to. They, yeah, they orange stickered it once. They someone came and work. I was here the day he was working on it. I was actually going to swing by and offer him money on it, honestly, just for the frame. I was because I can fuck. I can push it from that from there to my driveway. Um, but then I got a guy look. I got I got to look at the guy that was working. I'm like, I don't know that that car is not stolen. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was like eight. It's a eight. It was like eighty three, eighty four, eighty five. It was the. It was the body style before they went with the Euro, like the sealed head beams and stuff like that. So everything was squared off, and I'm sure it was decent at one point. But they didn't – GM didn't make great cars then. No. They, they really didn't. I didn't realize it got towed, but I wasn't paying I attention. would – I mean, I I looked – If it's I'm, gone, it's gone. I'm, I'm not trying to be weird, but I drove around looking for it in case he moved it somewhere. Yeah. Well, the, it was um, – who I know who I know whose it was. So there's the White House right across the street from it. Right. That is constantly being renovated. It's the guy that is either owning that house or working on it. This neighborhood is just crazy, you guys. Yeah, it's absolutely bananas. We have very few rules, and the ones we do have are never enforced. And they never enforce them. I mean, you know, hell, you could probably grow weed in your backyard, and nobody would, you know. Hey, 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 hey! What? Enough with that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not <laughs> growing weed in my backyard. I'm sorry. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> it's in the basement, right? <laughs> It's not weed. It's not, that's right. It's not weed at all. It's a, a fragrant, uh, it's a hemp, fragrant man. plant. What, what's that? It's hemp. That's it's right. right. Technically, yes, so it is. It's a religious herb. It's, it's an incense. It's, 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 yes, it's religious herbs. Uh, so um, you work in community outreach. Yes. By the way, Pete didn't answer that question. Oh, I'm sorry, Pete. Uh, the question what, about what keeps you going, going when you're discouraged. Oh, man. I think it kind of. You know, I get to do this with my brothers and my dad and 
you know, all my family. So that kind of keeps you going. Did your um, dad race? I think he tinkered with it a little bit, okay. but I don't think he actually ever really. Because he was, and I, I'm not patting myself on the back. He was super excited to meet me. He's that's my dad. He's yeah. very, okay. very out. I like him. He's a cool dude, he, man. He we basically he knows no stranger. So. Hey, hey Mister awesome. Bear. That's awesome. Yeah, that's him. Uh, it gets to us kids every once in a while because you know we've grew up around it, but that's kind of just how he's always okay. been. I think he, you know, my grandpa was like that. So, um, but truly that. I try to keep going more or less just because the time and energy that I've put into it, um, just growing up around it, my love for the sport. Um, and, you know, since I've had my car, I've always tried to be, I guess you could call me a field filler or whatever, try to promote the sport, keep the car count, you know, higher than what it is. Um, just like going down to Jeffersonville uh, two weeks ago for the Midwestern, I really – Really didn't have the car to do it, but you know I try to show up to to help the car count, show show the fans that you know we appreciate it, help my sponsors out. You know, the Andrew Patterson kept us updated as to what was going on. Yeah, so uh, I mean, it, it's just always something with us. It seems like, but you know, we just got to keep fighting. I guess there's just no quitting us. Um, there, like Joey said, there's slow down moments. I guess where you want to kind of throw in the towel, but. The sad part is you can throw in the towel, but you'll never get what you want out of it anyway. Right. So um, I've kind of made that decision, too. Even if I do quit, um, my car's not going anywhere. Uh, I'm just not going to get anything that I want out of it. So it'll sit and collect dust for all I care. Yeah, the easiest but, way to get twenty grand out of a late model is to put forty five in it. Absolutely. <laughs> they, they depreciate a lot quicker than any other car, that's for sure. It, it's like a resto <laughs> mod or anything that someone is passionate about. You're never... You wouldn't, if if it was logical, you wouldn't put that money into it. If you didn't love it, you wouldn't put that money into it in, to begin with. And truly, yeah. I, I think it doesn't even come down to the money. You know, we, we get all these problems with car counts and these guys not wanting to show up to these races. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I really, truthfully, I'm, <laughs> some of these guys say they're low budget, so I've always said I'm a no budget team. But <laughs> yeah. um, I, I still try to show up even, you know, when I don't feel like I should. And you and I have talked about this a lot. It, there is no shame, and we would never call anyone a field filler, but there's right. no shame in it. There's really not. Because, you know, there, a stop watch is right twice a day. Mm -hmm. And if there's no field fillers, eventually there's no races. Yeah, there's field fillers in every class of racing. So, And sometimes field fillers could become a winner. Yeah. You yeah. never yeah. know. And, I mean, I think that's what's good about the, the figure eight. I mean, the – the crossover give us and the crossover take that's us. That's right. So it, it's an that's equalizer. Right. I, I, so. I love, I love. Now, that's not a, that's not a Tory Styles original. Okay. That's a Kevin, Kevin O'Neill. That's I a Kevin so. O'Neill original. Yeah. Yep. And um, <laughs> I don't know what you know about good. Kevin O'Neill. But Kevin Lillard, who's what his real name is, has now passed away. Rest in peace. Uh -huh. um, Kevin O'Neill was, everybody keeps talking about how great he was. Okay. And how amazing he was calling those races. Pete, you've heard it. Joey, you probably heard it. I've heard it, yeah, but. You got years, the speeddrome.tv, yeah. don't you? So you can go back and watch some of them older races. That's go. true. And yeah. he's the announcer in it, and just, just listen to him announce Speaking those races. Speaking of that, do you, did you see who's announcing the race at Salem tonight? Yeah. Ronnie. Ronnie yeah. Basham. Ronnie Basham. Yeah, that'll announcing. be a good one. He's, that'll be a good one. For some the, interest in that, though. He's done a few races, I believe. He so. has, yeah. And it's the, so it's the Firecracker 200, yeah. which... It's a street, it's a, a CRA or a street stocks racer. Yeah, like yeah. their gas cars or whatever yeah, they yeah. call them, Great American Stock Series or something. You know what I love about auto racing, especially short track racing? There's 8 million different divisions yeah. that you can be a part of. I don't love yeah. that. <laughs> you <laughs> could kind of go anywhere you want to go, asphalt, dirt, like, whatever. There are, there's tons of nerds that know every division and will get super mad at you if you start mixing them up, like Ronnie Basham. <laughs> like, one of my... One, 
it's a, well, wow, there's so many outlaws I'm here. I'm, I'm joking. There's I'm, so many outlaws out here. Yeah. No, those are those are modifieds. That's right. He had to explain to me the difference between outlaws and modifieds, and then I asked another dumb question. And he's uh, like, actually, what I said, well, well, Ben is here, and he was like, Ben showed up, and he turned around, and I was like, yeah, he's right here. He was like, and this is after he had to explain to me the difference between modified and late models, and he's like, uh, that's Mark, and he turned around and walked away. I'm like, but that's not the first time Michael's done that, but. Yeah. But so I don't know if you know this or not, but a lot of the twenties look like <laughs> strong jeans in the family. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> fast jeans. Yes, that's right. That's right. So um, but yeah, there's like I found out that there's sprints, wing sprints, four. uh midgets, quarter midgets, half midgets. Four tens. Four t- Yeah, hey, like six hundreds uh, or something. Fives, they confuse me. I'm Royal flush, I heard is a is a thing. <laughs> Three of a kind, that's two a, pair. That's a that's a plumber. Anything oh, that's right. You can think of. Plumber. There's a racing series, and then there's a and then there's a high wing sprint mm-hmm. where there's like here's the sprint car, and then like 27 feet above the sprint car is the wing. Yeah, it's and then a little propeller on it, like a beanie. <laughs> there's a race. There's a race in in Rhode Island. It's a run what you brung, and it doesn't matter what class it is. You can race it on that track in for all that honesty, one race. That's kind of what the the three hour used to be, and like it's, as long as it had a modified frame. You could run whatever you wanted in that in the uh, three hour. It was not uncommon to see CRA cars in the three hour. Yeah, they used to. I think they used to give bonuses to like the highest finishing stock, car. stock cars. Out yeah. There. Yep. Well, they used to start at least two stock cars in the starting field. And then the and they used to the night before they used to do on the out of town race. Well, they did. Yeah, they did the qualifying races, and then they had one of the last chance races was an out of towner race. Which so it, it was all out of town cars, and it was one of the best races. But really? I mean, it's tearing up cars and stuff. Get, so there, there, there's a reason for it, I guess. But in my opinion, growing up at the track and being from the track, and uh, I would say I've been to, you know, I'm 35 years old. I've probably been to over 23 hours. And Pete, when's your birthday? October 10th, 17th of November. Word. Okay. So is that is that legal? 87, 17th of November, 87. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I wish they would bring back those type of races. And, and the thing about those races, too, is that it kind of helps the underdogs maybe get an outside chance of getting into the race and starting right. on the starting grid. Yeah. Um, I grew up around them racing around the stock cars, racing around the slower cars. I mean, that's just kind of what you grew up around. That That's what makes it interesting is having those field fillers and those, mm-hmm. you know, uh, slower cars, whatever, trying to get up to the front. That I mean, that's what makes you want to try to earn it, you know, is, is to get beat up every single weekend and um, – they kind of take that away from you. Um, truthfully, they kicked me out in the ninety-minute race with thirty minutes to go, and told me, you know, if I couldn't keep up, I need to get off the track. So, really? Um, what? Um, they, they didn't even give me the black flag. He kicked me off before we went back green flag racing. Um, and the reason for that is, you know, I got rear-ended, and my gas, my, my fuel cell fell out, so I didn't want to get hit in the rear end anymore. So right. I waited. Yeah. Till the end of the race, there was fifteen cars left on the track. I didn't feel like I was going to have to worry about getting rear-ended anymore, so mm-hmm. I come back out thought I could turn some laps and get 30 minutes worth of seat time. Yeah. Right. And literally John Aldridge kicked me off the track and said if I couldn't keep up that I needed to go. And cars were coming out of the pit gate. Right. Uh-huh. And I'm an hour down at this point because I got hit yeah. two minutes into yeah. the race. Yeah. So in me, I, I let everybody go around me. I get back up to where you're at, you know, fight for your positions. I knew I couldn't gain any position. Mm-hmm. The only thing I was gaining was seat time and, you know, seeing how my car was going to do. Yeah. Um, so that, those type of things kind of take away from, I mean, honestly, I, I won't run a three hour this year for that reason. So, really? um, we're, we're out We're I'm going to take my car and wait until Florida. Um, I won't run any more endurance races at the speed drum. They won't get me there. 
I'll show up for the little races. Yeah. Um, you know, here and there, but for me being that field filler at the speed drum, that's no more. So damn. And what's funny is there's a guy that I thought we were gonna be all light and fun today. Yeah, well, I like... mean the thing is there's another guy in the late models that can't keep up and they never yeah, I'm not gonna say any names. We'll talk later. I mean, I think my last name <laughs> maybe have some some things to do with why it out there. Stop why. Uh, uh just my cousin that ran out there. It, it just always seemed like there was just some type of bad blood or whatever. Oh. And I know that there was between him and John Aldridge, supposedly. Uh, you know, okay. I, I don't know the right, the backstory, sure. but it just kinda always seems like that. I've been kicked out of a few races for seems like no reasons. Um I mean I you're mean, not he, an angry guy. It, he came up to me in the car though, John Aldridge in the really? ninety minute race and told me that straight to oh my, my face. God. He made me shut I shut my car off so I could hear him. Right. Uh, it's like what what's the point of you being out here? <laughs> well, dude, I've got a thousand dollars in showing up to this race yeah. to race. I've got yeah. literally Money, tw- um, twenty five people in tires, my pits. Gas, yeah. That's fifty dollars a person at twenty five people. Literally, I made church for them all, so I know I had at least twenty five people in my pits mm-hmm. plus people in the stands that yeah. were moving out of state. That's gonna be the last time seeing me. And like I said, I, I try to get back out on the track because I got sponsors on my car and I got fans that are there to watch me. Whether yeah. I, I'm not turning good laps or not, they're yep. still there supporting me. And that's one of those things that keeps you wanting to show up. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of just that takes the wins out of yourself, but it, it's not going to keep me from wanting to race my car. Um, it'll just keep me away from the endurance races out there. That sucks. That really sucks. <sighs> but the car counts have been going down at the three hours for the last six, seven years, yeah. even before Kevin bought it. So then, um, real quick, if you're Joey, if you're ever given an opportunity to race in an outlaw in the three, like in any figure eight race, are you going to take it? It's okay to say no. I would, but I'd just be too too scared to mess up somebody else's equipment. We're going to rent the track, come out and practice with us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ooh. you can get in my car. I promise you. Let me ask you a question: How big is that space between the roof and the <laughs> the bottom part? Because there's there's somebody. Oh, I It's not going to be in an outlaw. It won't be in an outlaw. But the, problem with, right. the problem with my car right now I'm is not the seat tear size. Up, I'm not going to tear up somebody's outlaw. No, no, I'm not saying you have to race against other people. It well, you go matter. out, you go out and get in the car. I don't think that. I mean, and besides, I'm not getting in his seat. What it, what, what 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 seat seat do you have? I have a 15 inch seat. Very in my car, new. So. No, that's but an, that's give an me ass it's cheek, the rib cage. That's an ass. Listen, cheek, just brother. give me a bench seat and like uh, and like a, a seat belt and I'll be fine. Hey, to be fair, I got a four. Just throw a cooler right in. Take your really? seat out. Take your seat out. I'll throw a cooler in there. Yeah, <laughs> or some <laughs> phone books. Can we put some phone books? No, <laughs> so it'll um, be stable. You, uh, I might be out there though when you want to track if you're okay with it because there's, I we'll talk. I. Because it's something like you know I don't want to talk about it on the podcast. Of course. It's going to be soon. i got to get a rack on my car, but my, okay. I want my brother to race my car one one race this year okay. as well. Just text me a date and a time, and let me know if there's a buy-in, and we'll, we'll be there. No, you don't have to buy. Once you rent the track, you you pay, and anybody can come. So the, the rule is, though, you can only race. You can only have one car on the track. Let me, let me ask a, a question. Um, is it okay if, and everyone's going to laugh at me, but can I take my truck out there, just do one lap, and then... It's up to whoever paid to rent it. I, I don't think there's an issue with that. Yeah. Okay. I think you can have whatever on there. You just can only have one. Gotcha. On, unless for some reason, I thought it was two, ambulance. but yeah, okay, cool. If you pay for an ambulance, you can have more than... You get... Ooh, yeah. you, you can, can have two. And I think it's like yeah. 150 an hour for the ambulance to be okay. there. Okay. Because uh, Bartman, Dane Laster, and Brayton, mm-hmm. they did it for... I don't know if it was his graduation or 18th birthday. They had they rented the track, and they 
they brought cars from the junkyard <laughs> and we raced them. So there was four of them out there at a time, but they had the paramedics there. So you had to have the paramedics oh. there. So you can like rent the track and have like little parties like that. There. That'd be a dope birthday. Yeah. So it, it was pretty. It was a pretty good time. So <laughs> it'll be my opportunity to do the uh, with only four at a time though. It'll be a little difficult to finally do the adult fast cart figure eight race that I want to do. <laughs> That's what Michael. What are you doing? I'm looking up the rules. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, three car maximum per rental. Only one car can be on the surface at a time. That's well, not so bad. I yeah. know we did a lot of Mount Lawn rental because it's only ten. It was only ten. Oh, dude, Mount Lawn yeah. is great for that. Have you? I mean, I've, you, I I haven't even been to that track, but I would love to take my car to that track. I want to run an oval. It's, so it's let me ten dollars. Or try let me oval, let me let me tell is. you about let me tell you about Mount Lawn. So picture you're out in the middle of BFE. Okay, you're in the middle of nowhere, and there's all of a sudden there's this little road that just goes into the woods. You turn left on that road. You drive for about two minutes, and it opens up a clearing to the ricketyest trioval you've ever seen. But it's, there's nothing there. It's literally the trioval and a few stands. And a river. And yes. A oh stream. <laughs> Chad Sizemore has told stories about people missing that turn. So there's this turn, and if you miss it, you go into the water. Yeah, that's why I have heard that. Yeah, my, my so, cousins have run up there. They're four, uh, <clears throat> front-wheel drives or whatever. So about a year ago, and I think it was a year ago today, um, or no, a year no, ago, two hey, days ago. No street cars. What's that? No street cars. Lame. Um, uh, it's okay. They make racing slicks for Ford trucks, right? <laughs> so do you want me to read you the specific rule? No, I'm okay. Okay. I'm good. Slap um, a number on it. It's a, it's a. You're trying it out. <laughs> you know, we, cut, get you know we cut all our vinyl, our own so, vinyl. So yeah, oh, That's right. Yeah, I got your word. You so, guys are the best. <laughs> all practicing speed drum race cars must be current with technical with the speed drum. Mm-hmm. Cars outside of the regular speed drum divisions can be approved through their sanctioning body. Got it. So You're my sanctioning body. No, the Indiana BMV. That's a sanctioning body. Oh, word. Yeah. So I can so I just That's what's up. You, okay. You say you guys cut your own vinyl? Really? Who prints it for you? We do. We do it all. You use the cricket? Uh, we have a silhouette 24 inch, so we can oh. do 24 inch vinyl. We're gonna we, need. We just. To, we're we gonna do, need to yeah, talk. Yeah, we just started that because I, w- I was I was sick of relying on people. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. he's 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 really really busy, and he's he's also one of he's I mean he built our logo for us. Yeah. Oh, it, it's, it wasn't. I've never. Oh, was oh we're, okay. No, 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 I've never. Uh, so you're not it, talking about old Stevie St. John? No. Okay. Everything we're. I've seen from him is fantastic. We, mm-hmm. we were just, you know, we had to repaint the car and, you know, I paid $200 for vinyl. I wasn't going to pay 200 again because uh, I had yeah. to repaint it. So I was yeah. like, Oof. you know what? I might as well, you know, spend $500 on the machine and I can do it every year from here on out. There you go. So you're out in the middle of nowhere and you, you find the trioval. And if it's nighttime, you drive up, there's a house. You drive up to the guy's house, and you knock on the door. Hey, uh, can we rent the, just like when you're, like when you're a kid trying to ask to play with your friend, right? Hey, is it okay if we rent the track? Sure, that'll be $10. And then you pay your 10 bucks, I mean, and you, yeah. Well, yeah, so you, you, and it's so cool the way you did it. You, you sign, you sign a waiver, you pay your 10 bucks. And they go, okay, I'll meet you down there. So you go down there. And he's a distance away. He drives a golf cart down, and he goes. He has a giant cocoon, and all of the lights slowly come on around the track. It's very much like um, uh, the Field of Dreams movie. It's very much like, dude. I wish I'd sound so cheesy and stupid, Uh, but it's very Field of Dreams. It's like it's in the middle of nowhere, and usually it's pretty inexpensive. Like just rental rental sheet, but to go, it's anywhere from about ten to fifteen. So I mean, it's like what you would spend. At the speed room. From here, it's about 45 minutes. Okay. 
I thought I heard them trying to put on an outlaw oval race out there or whatever, but I don't think it got Dude, I don't, look, I, so. there's a rule at, uh, there's a rule at uh, uh, Old Mount Lawn. I call it the Jess Holiday and Donald Van Valkenburg rule yeah. where you can't break 19 seconds yeah. in any division. Yep. You can't run any faster. And by the or way, else you're going to hit the water. No, 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 they that they, it's not competitive. That, you're no, you're now too too fast. Too fast for the the drivers that usually show up. So if you do faster than 19 seconds, you're that, screwed. That lap doesn't count. Nope. You might as well just park it. Yep. Oh, so you can't go. Over that. No. Nope. So you almost got to like dial in. Yep. Well, the, right. And the one thing is, if you go over, like or if you go rest, under, restrict it. If right, you go right. under the 19, then there's like, yeah, you're done. Get out. Well, it's like in drag racing. I got a couple of buddies that do no, that. You, you, can't, you, you gotta, can't go over nineteen. No, no, under, under, no, no yes, yeah, under, you're right. Sorry. You're right. I got you. Right, you sorry. dial in your number, and if you go, if you go under that number, then you're yeah. out. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to dial in the exact right number. So, yeah. you, uh, you guys got time to do an after darks another forty five minutes? Can you, can you guys do that? You guys yeah. hang. All right. Okay, so for the crossover, I'm Josh. I'm Mike. Be good. Be good at it. Bye bye.